Welcome to the Youth Podcast, a podcast for the next generation. Getting real about God, current events, topics that matter, and how it all fits together. Well, hey, what's up? We're back. What's up? We're back. Episode two. Yes. Man, we want to. <laughs> yes. Yes, we Just, are. That's, yes. <laughs> and that's it. That's it for episode two. <laughs> yes. yes. Episode two is here and that's all. Um, yeah. Man, thank you guys so much for sharing this mm-hmm. and like listening, watching. Yeah. A lot of good reception, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Did you see any, like, good comments or anything? You know, it's funny. Um, Like, so I'm originally from Akron, and yeah. so it, it is always funny when, like, we do anything, right. and then, like, Akron people are yeah. like, great podcast, and I'm like, oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's funny how, like, digital format does when oh, you travel. Oh, it's great. And who cares? You yeah. You know, like, it's, it's, like, it's funny. It's surprising who cares. It's like someone right. posted about it. It's like, oh, thank you so yeah, much. That's, that's really so nice. Yeah, that's sweet, yes. Uh, and we obviously don't do it for us. We do it for, like, we do want to serve the next generation, whether it's at our church or anywhere else. So if you are in youth ministry and you're sharing right. this, please do. Uh, we're just excited about the topics we're going to share. We're going to share about Jesus and all those things. I uh, got like 11 o'clock at night a couple nights ago. I just get a screenshot of like me from the video from a couple friends. Um, they're like my age and they were just like, I would love to hear what this guy has to say. Yeah. It's just like kind of roasted me. And I was sure. like, oh, I promise it was good. You know, and I'll be honest from the last podcast and I never... Never in my life did I think that just making a small comment about picnic food <laughs> yeah. would ever come Man, back to haunt me. I got that. roasted. Yeah. I had no one, not Rightfully one person. So. And when I say this, not one <laughs> yeah. person was like, me too, girl. Did you expect someone to be on your yes. side? Yes. <laughs> no It's way. delicious. But you know what's funny is my sister said, were you specifically talking about Meemaw's gr- baked beans <laughs> and Aunt Kelly's potato salad? And I said, yes, ma'am, I was. <laughs> were you specifically talking about these two ingredients from these two yes, homes? Yes, <laughs> I was like, yes, I was. But, <laughs> and then okay. she was like, you know what? That unlocks something Right, for me. <laughs> yes, yeah. it did. But it, genuinely, if you enjoy that combination or if you can support me in any way, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we d- we are not expecting anyone to come out of the. I know, am expecting out of the shadows for that. I'm one, expecting it. <laughs> oh my gosh! How was your Easter? Speaking of, you know, the weird things you do with yeah. your picnic food. It was good. I did not have potato salad and baked no. beans, um, unfortunately, but I did have some cheesy potatoes, which that was good. That's and awesome. My grandma's a delicious cook. I went to Akron, so. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was super fun. That's awesome. My uh, Kayla's family, my wife we celebrate like whatever week works best for anybody, Mm -hmm. which I think is like two weeks from now or something. Oh, really? That's that's not going to feel like Easter. It's going to feel like a spring cleaning (laughs) or like, I don't know what it's going to be. It's going to feel like a picnic. Yeah. It's going to feel like a picnic with ham, but inside it's probably going to be cold. Ohio weather is wild. No, you better stop. Oh my gosh. But I had probably, and I mean this Mary, the best Easter I've ever had. I I got not only, so you know how I was complaining, you know how I was whining. Yes. Yes, no, I was remember, one, okay, I whatever. D- don't go so hard. But how I I didn't think I'd get an Easter didn't basket think, this he year. He was really worried about Not it. Not only did I get one Easter basket, I got Man, two Easter baskets. That's incredible. So I opened my work cubby. You know, we have cubbies like uh-huh. we're in kindergarten, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll call it a cubby. And I opened it, and my sister-in-law, Alyssa, made me, who's one of our youth that's leaders, sweet. made me an Easter basket. So nice. Included the golden chocolate bunny. Stop. Oh, man. The best of the she best. She She's knew. a gem. Yeah, my brother told her, I think, mm-hmm. that this guy loves chocolate. And then my wife walks in on Easter, Easter basket. Did you make her Another one? Another golden bunny. 
Uh, oh, Mackie. Oh, oh Mackie. I got to make up for it. I need an Apple Pay or something. Yeah. <laughs> Apple Pay her? I need to get her some Starbucks. Oh, no. I, I should have made her a basket. Yeah. But since her family's celebrating later, maybe I'll show up with, uh, one. with one. Sure. She'll be so surprised. Yeah. So. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I love Easter, I love making Easter baskets. I love receiving. Like, yeah. I'm a gift person. My love language, gifts 100%. You're good at it. I agree. I you, love you gifts. Are. I love giving them, receiving them, whatever it is. But I made Easter baskets for my entire home, including myself. That's so cool. So I, I made one for myself. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I that's wasn't so about to not you. open yeah. one. It's a little self-care. <laughs> right, right, right. I love that. It's important to me. Um, talk about Easter at our church was incredible, right? Incredible. So good. You were belting those songs. Let me tell you, third You're, service, I didn't know leading. if it was going <laughs> to, I didn't know if I was going to make it. Gonna happen. We had a choir. That was awesome. <laughs> that was so fun. Message I was do, incredible. Do, do we have time for a tiny little quick story yeah, from I Easter? Yeah, I love that. Okay, yeah. my mom was in the choir, and she. <laughs> She's a hoot. Awesome. I love my mom so She's much. She's so funny. Um, but she is very funny. She, her and I have a couple similarities, a little bit of flightiness. Um, I would like to say that I take more after my dad okay. in that area to yeah. where I'm not as flighty as she, but uh -huh. she's funny. Like, it's like endearing. <laughs> but we're all on stage. The choir, in my head, I was like just thinking, I noticed she wasn't up there, but I was like, she. I think she went home. Yeah. Like, I kind of had heard she was only staying for one service. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. So in my head, it wasn't that different For but sure. basically the whole choir is on stage the service starts i'm turning around i'm watching the video when i turn back around my mom's on stage like when they start singing but service had already started when i had turned around and she wasn't huh. there so i was like whatever we get off stage and i was like mom like what was that she was backstage she made herself a cup of coffee chilling jay chilling she thought she was like i just thought you all were late and then when i saw that service like had been started for like five minutes i just ran out and she like no joined the choir in the like after the service had started for like no five minutes. Way. Are you serious? Yes. She just I walked was like, out. She goes, I thought we were all late. And someone goes, all 30 of us. And you, she was like, I'm doing well. <laughs> so shout no out to No way. Mom. I yeah. love too the confidence of her oh, just coming boldly. back out. Yeah, she was like, Was well, it during the second song we played Rattle? No, she so she made it during the second video. Okay. So like right oh, before. Oh, so okay, the stage is dark. She didn't miss any song. The stage yes. is dark like no one knows until now on this oh, yeah. podcast. A little yeah. behind the scenes yep, story. Yeah, that was second service. Your mom just walks yeah. out. That is funny, man. Yeah, that was pretty That's rich. so good. Yeah, it was super good Sunday. Um well, Mary, I want to talk the next two weeks. Here's what I want to do. And I warned you about this literally this morning. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but you're like, thanks mm -hmm. for that. Um, the next couple weeks, I want to introduce ourselves, but go a little deeper. Right. So something we get to do in chunks in our messages at youth is tell parts of our story right. and our testimony, you know, whether it be a funny thing, like I'll tell a funny story from my childhood or right. from, from now from life or whether it be a part of our testimony where like, Hey, this fits in my message, but we only get to do it in chunks. I want to take a minute next couple weeks, a few minutes to tell a little bit of our story, specifically our testimony, how, you know, we came to know God and love God and have him in our life and how that's impacted us but i warned i warned you very late i'm sorry no, but that's okay. i think you're great for it because you're yeah. you're great here we go we'll see feet. we're gonna find out and you're gonna share <laughs> your story so tell us about tell us a little bit about your story what okay. kind of what that means to you yeah absolutely um so i was raised in church big church girl i loved it all of my friends like that was the center of 
like my social circle was at church, which I absolutely loved. I created such a great foundation in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, youth group was my favorite thing. I went to Springfield Assembly of God um, and absolutely loved that. I had the best youth group experience, genuinely. Um, and yeah, we uh, grew up in church, my siblings and I. Um, but as we got a little bit older, I would say like, 12 or 13 um, my life started to shift a little bit Uh, before that time we were it was like a fairy tale childhood genuinely Mm -hmm. I my parents were super like attentive and not saying they weren't later on but um, they really did a great job when we were little creating Mm -hmm. lovely things and creating things that were really special Um, but our family went through a lot and actually I was even younger maybe around nine Mm. Um, my dad got cancer really bad he was really sick for two years and that was confusing for a young kid and then and then luckily he went into remission he was fine uh but then like a year later after that my mom began to struggle with some addiction and some alcohol and and drug addiction Mm. really struggling through those things and that was really confusing for a young teenager uh going through you know those seasons with the weight of that Um, And we kept it very private. We were a really private family in that sense Mm. um, where it just was not something that we talked about, not with our family, not with our friends. We just breezed past it. And it was something that like we were protective over. Um, And I think a lot of families do that. I think a lot of families are going through really hard things, but keep it so within their circle of Mm -hmm. like no one can know that we're human beings and no one can know that we have sin or we have struggles. And that was really hard. That added such a like a more difficult layer um, of just like mistrust and, and not like processing through things in a healthy way. Sure. And so I was a young teenager and, and processing through these things. My parents didn't have a great relationship because of that. Um, I, you know, it, addiction adds a lot of unhealth to relationships, yeah. not just for that person, but to everyone around them, it affects everyone. And so, um, there was just a lot going on. And when I was like 19, I was just going through it. I was so confused. I was, I loved my mom so much. We we, we are still very close, but we were like close. We mm. were really tight. And then all of this happened. And obviously a wedge is then between you and that person, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of lying. There's a lot of mistrust, yeah. um, and a lot of struggle that like you as the person who is not an addict can't understand. Mm. And so that was really challenging. But I was like 19 and I just began to really think like, okay, my whole foundation of life has been centered around church, not necessarily God, Mm. but church and, and around my church friends and around singing and not leading worship, but singing and being a part of that team and, and music. And I was like, but do I even believe what I'm singing about what I'm, you know, worshiping about what I'm attending church for, like, what's my real, because I was going for the friendships, I was going for the social aspect, not necessarily for my relationship with God. And I always believed there was a God, but I did not, like, I doubted his intentions, I doubted his Mm. heart. I didn't think like, how could he love us when this is what our lives look like? He knew we couldn't, you know, be perfect. He he knew we would struggle. Why did he make us? And I just really struggled with these questions. And I grew up at like a Pentecostal church where there was uh, the Holy Spirit was always talked about. Uh, People spoke in tongues. It was a beautiful thing. But I never fully understood what a relationship with the Holy Spirit Hmm. could look like. Um, And so I didn't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit up until this point. And I'm 19 years old. And so there's this one night it was Halloween and I was at an event. I was at a gathering um, and I got a phone call from my mom. 
and she was struggling at this point. She was um, mm-hmm. really just in the midst of her addiction, and she was in Columbus. She didn't have a license because of the addiction, and she said, hey, um, like, I forgot. I have to work in the morning. And I was like, you what? Like, what? And mm-hmm. she was like, I forgot I have to work in the morning. I have to be at work at 5 a.m. I need you to come get me. Um, but, like, leave at, like, 1 a.m. Crazy. A crazy request. <laughs> but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and I was with friends and I told them, like, I have to leave at 1 a.m. to go pick up my mom. And this is crazy. Like, I have to drive through the night and I'm complaining about it. And one of my friends was like, you cannot do that alone. Like, you're going to fall asleep. And I was like, no, I'm fine. They were like, no, I'm going to go with you. And at the time I was like, OK, like, that'll be fun. That'll, mm-hmm. that'll be that'll make the experience more fun yeah. having a friend with you. Um, so I picked them up on the way. You know, I went home before I picked them up on the way and we start going. And I'm thinking this is going to be like a fun drive. No, this was not a fun. That was not on their heart. And they were huh. an incredible Christian. They loved Jesus so much. Yeah. And like they knew they knew what mm. this ride was going to look like. Um, and just right away, like we started talking about God and they were just like, you know, where's your heart? Like, where's your heart with God right now? And like being honest. And that was the first time that I had opened up about what was going on with my mom to this mm. friend and um, wow. talked all about it. And then it was just like all about the Holy Spirit from that point wow. on. And in, in this moment, I didn't know that this is what happened. But at this moment, like what knowing what I know now about who the Holy Spirit is, having the relationship that I do with him that night, like I was baptized in the Holy Spirit in my car. Yeah. Like I know that I was. And from that point on, my life changed. My outlook on God changed. My outlook on Jesus changed on my, what a relationship can look like. Mm. And even though my circumstances at that point had not changed even a little bit at that sure. point, my mom would still be in the like thick of her addiction for four more years after that. Wow. Um, but my life changed dramatically that night just because of what happened in my heart. Mm. And so my relationship changed and really everything changed. That was the, that's the night that I look back on and that was the night that I truly believe like I became, I began a relationship with yeah. Jesus. That's incredible. I love that. I love that. I love that you emphasize the fact that your situation and the circumstances around you did not mm-hmm. change at all. Not one right. bit for years. Yeah. Like literally four years is a long yeah. time and four years is a long time when I'm hearing your story, Mary, but four years is a long time to be at the center of that and the position in life you were at, you know, you're at 19 by this time, Mm -hmm. right? You're, you're in your early twenties and that's a hard, that's a hard time just for, for a human being. It's just like, you're learning a lot and 19, you're a teenager. And could you speak to maybe, and you referenced it, there are so many people and so many students there they might be going through something yeah. similar and maybe not as intense, but um, there's turmoil and chaos yeah. around them in their home. Talk, uh, talk about, talk about that. What, what's yeah. something that can encourage them and what, what's encouraged you, yeah. you know, looking back on it, you could just, you have a new perspective now right. that it's behind you. Right. I can see where families get this pressure hmm. to look the part and to look a certain way, especially, I mean, my family was totally involved in the church. Right. My mom led the women's ministry at our church and my hmm. dad led the, you know, young adults classes and they were both successful in that way. And if they, if people knew, they were so afraid, if people knew of this sin, of this thing mm. I'm struggling with, then I wouldn't have that position and people would, you know, doubt me and people would think I'm not what I've, what I'm trying to be. And so I get the like 
thought to, okay, we need to preserve and we need to protect and we need to fight against it. But at the end of the day, no healing comes from that. I mean, at that point that night, like that was the first time I had genuinely opened up to someone who was not involved in it and genuinely talked about like, this isn't normal. This isn't okay. And this actually hurt me. Hmm. And so, and until I came to that point of like, I'm hurt, this isn't something I can just like make a plan, like make enough plans in my week to where I'm not sitting alone thinking about it. Uh, no, like I'm actually dealing with it now. Mm. And and I know that this isn't normal. And so having someone to simply talk to, and that just be it not to fix the problem because sometimes the problem is out of your control to fix. I could not fix that situation. I never could, even if it was, I mean, I'm so fortunate. My mom has been sober for almost two years now. And that's absolutely incredible. But at that point, like there was nothing I could do, but no. what I could do was process, was talk, Man. and to keep a healthy flow of conversation going and making sure that my heart was still, you know, functioning yeah. in an emotional sense. That's good. And you're so you're really preaching the power of vulnerability mm-hmm. because what li- what you reference is people will keep an image and yep. not be vulnerable, even right. though them them themselves are broken. Their image doesn't they don't want their image to be yeah. broken. But on the inside, they're they're crushed, right. they're broken, they're they're suffering, and how devastating is that? That you know, your every other hour of your life, every other moment of your life, that people aren't seeing you publicly. Right. You're just in these. Struggling. Yeah, you're struggling. Yeah. Man, thank you for sharing that. I I'm curious on, is there a Bible verse, and maybe it came mm-hmm. after you know, that moment in that car ride with your friend. Or maybe it was during, you know, before then, whenever. Yeah, absolutely. I do have one. And it is one that I, to this day, Mm -hmm. look to genuinely. Like, this is what I base all of my emotional stability on. Because I went through for a long time. It felt like, and I know that like there are people who went through worse. Like, I did not have the saddest sob story ever. But it felt like in my through my lens, it felt like one thing after another. It felt like there was always something or like, when's the other, like if I was happy, when's the other shoe going to drop? And I held on to that reality for so long. Hmm. And I just like came across this verse. It was literally during a devotion. This was post, you know, 19 years old, but came across this verse and it changed my perception of life because Hmm. I was viewing it through a lens of like, yeah, but life's going to do what life's going to do. And there's nothing I can do about it. There's no hope basically yeah. in this verse it's proverbs three twenty four through 26 it says you can go to bed without fear you will lie down and sleep soundly you need not be afraid of sudden disaster that's like the biggest thing hmm. you need not be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked for the lord is your security that's like huge i love that huge that's huge for me. I felt like there was no hope and there was no security because like life's going to do what it's going to do. But at the end of the day, like when you're giving it to God, what better hands to place it in, yeah. even if it's not going to look the way you want it to look yeah. there. He promises security. That's so good. I don't know if I've ever heard that verse from that perspective yeah. and how powerful that is thinking of so many of us have like this fatalist mentality of, yes. you know, the other shoe is going to drop yeah. like, I don't deserve good things or if something good is happening, it's going to go away soon. I've been in that area too in life, but what a powerful scripture to like solidify and stabilize. Yeah. Like the shakiness around you is being, you know, solidified and saying, 
you know, the world may be shaky around me, but I'm going to stand firm on like a foundation yeah. that God wants you to be secure. Yeah. I mean, and it kind of takes away the temptation to control oh, too, because good. what more vulnerable state than to go to sleep? Wow. Genuinely. Yeah. I, wow. Like, that's good. That is so big for me. You're like I know control. I'm such a control freak. And even in those, like I take everything upon myself, but it takes away that temptation. Like, no rest, like go to yeah. sleep, take your, like I've got this. Jesus is your security. Yeah. Not you. And that's, and that even reflects Jesus' life. He was never as upset or nervous as the disciples right. were in the gospel, yep. right? Like you, so many instances, they're nervous and yeah. upset and angry and he's just, he's and he's chilling. snoozing. He's snoozing. He's Literally snoozing. snoozing the boat in that story, right? <laughs> right. But like he, he knows God's right. got this and yeah. he's trying to communicate that. That's so good. I, I want to touch on one more thing. You, you mentioned that you were baptized in the Holy spirit. You think on that car ride mm -hmm. and that to a lot of us, we don't understand that. Um, could you maybe explain a little more of what that looks like to you and what that means to you now in your life? Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up and I know we've talked about this a bit and yeah. I grew up in an incredible church. I loved it, but there were certain things like at retreats or at conferences that yeah. weren't hosted by my church that kind of influenced a negative perception of the Holy spirit to mm. me because it can look one specific way to certain people and be encouraged of like, Baptism of the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues right away. That is the first initial sign. And if you haven't gotten that, then you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I have had encounters where I've like asked for that so many times yeah. at these retreats. And I felt so discouraged. I felt rejected. I felt like I couldn't quite be good enough and God didn't want me to have his Holy Spirit. And that mm -hmm. was extremely confusing to yeah, me. Sure. And that added to that point of like where my headspace was of like god what is your heart like i have asked for this and i haven't received it and that was very confusing um and on that night when i was 19 um obviously i still did not unlearn all the things i needed to unlearn and i didn't relearn all of the things that i needed to relearn but in that moment i was filled with an un like an not making sense how peaceful I felt, not making sense how joyful I felt and how much my life changed. Wow. There's no other explanation for that except the spirit of God. Mm. And that continued with me. That wasn't that night I felt that way. And then I felt horrible the next day. There were times when I felt sure. horrible, obviously, but the spirit of God came into my life in a real way that night and changed my life until this point. Mm. And so there's no doubting but that was the spirit of God. That that wasn't yeah. me. Because it wasn't natural. Right. Like the Holy Spirit is supernatural. Right. He's outside of the norm. Yeah. He brings joy that's outside of the norm. Peace right. that's outside of the norm. You know, wisdom, all these beautiful right. things. And, and it, and it w really wasn't until this year yeah. that I could put my finger on, oh, mm. that's what that was. I mean, yeah. you were there when I had that discovery. Sure, when we yeah. were on a staff retreat and yeah. Pastor Matt you know, spoke about the Holy Spirit so yeah. much and kind of broke this thought of mine that I had that I wasn't baptized in the Holy Spirit or that I couldn't be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I was like, oh, like this is the Holy Spirit. That's what that is. Yeah. And so really cool experience, honestly. I love that. And let's be real for a second. We, we said this in a message earlier this year or it was the end of last year, but the in this youth season, uh, the Holy Spirit isn't weird, right? but people are. People yep. are super weird, and they've done a lot of damage in yeah. the way they've communicated yeah. how we relate to God through His yeah. Holy Spirit. And that can cause a lot of confusion right. and, and make you think, you know, oh, I don't have the Holy Spirit in my heart and life, 
and this whole time you're walking around yeah. and and he's like well you think things are naturally happening that way or right. occurring that way the holy spirit is in you and through yeah. you if you've asked and and you've had that experience and i think and i love your story too of like you're in a car having a conversation with a friend you know you're not in a place where like the lights are on right in this in which that happens all the time in a moment right. of worship i'll share my story and and it happened for me in a moment of worship but that can happen, you know, anywhere because the Holy Spirit's so yeah, active and, right. you know, he's supernatural. He's not yeah. he's not going to wait for you to get into a church building for right. that to happen. So, yeah, so cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing your story yeah, and being absolutely. vulnerable. Uh, it's so powerful. I hope I hope kids, I hope people right now are listening to this and they can relate. Right. Um, and I, I just appreciate your heart behind that. That was cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we we love doing this. It's going to be awesome. Heck yeah. I'm, I'm excited about the next couple episodes. Um, it's going to be good. We, in a couple of weeks, we'll have a guest host. I'll be out for a week, but mm -hmm. we'll, we'll find a guest host to be with you, oh which yeah. will be cool. And we'll start introducing guests more and more. We'll have students, we'll have other adults with us right. and it's just going to be a really, really good time. Please like and yes. share this, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely share it. Cause a lot of people don't know about it. Even right. a lot of our students don't know about it yet. Um, a lot of people don't know this is on YouTube as video format, but w it's also on Spotify. Yep. So there's two places, YouTube and Spotify. That link can be found on our Instagram. We're also, we'll throw that Spotify link in the YouTube yeah. as well, just so they can see that as like, oh, I don't want to watch it right now. You can listen to yeah. it. We have great voices. Yeah. We're awesome. Are you kidding you know? me? It's like we're a couple radio voices right here. So <laughs> play, give it a listen, give it a look, whichever. But love it. Yeah, I love it. And uh, these will be released normally on Wednesdays. Great. So uh, this is coming out on Wednesday if you're listening to it on Wednesday or whenever you're listening to it. So. You know, that just feels right. It feels right. Feels just right. A little, little midweek. <laughs> little midweek. Absolutely. From your friends. But, absolutely. But uh, we, we can't wait for next time. Thank you, yeah. Mary. You're awesome. Absolutely. And we love you guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>